You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Tuesday, May 11th. As always, I'm your host with sometimes occasionally, but certainly not always, the most, Javier Reyes. You might be familiar with some of my baseball-related work at places like Baseball FYI, Fires on Base, or Off the Bench Baseball, or my more pop culture entertainment slant of things at places like Nerdist, Mental Floss, Inverse, Film Grad, Blade Disgusting, and more, and hopefully many more to come of this year's Lockdown Padres podcast, though. You can check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres on Twitter, obviously, or my personal account, which is at Javapen. J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you feel so inclined, only if you feel so inclined, only if you feel so inclined, guys, you can hit me up on either of those two accounts with any questions, comments, or concerns that you might have, and I'll do my very best to answer them and maybe even answer them here on the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, guys. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And for today's episode, I just said your questions might appear on the show. Well, we're going to be doing that today. A fun episode today. Going to be answering one of the questions that somebody sent me. And then for the rest of the podcast, going to be doing part one of my crossover with the new host of the Locked On Rockies podcast to preview and talk about this upcoming series because, you know, we haven't started yet. Yesterday was a rain out. We didn't get any game. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun for sure, guys. But let's get into it. Like I've been saying for the past week or so, if you sent me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I would read your your review question. Uh, like if you put in a little review, you could ask me a question. Well, I got one of those and I got a great question. Firstly, though, I wanted to give a shout-out to Blue Weaver 22 who said, Javi is the bad. I really appreciate that, man. I love this podcast so much. Highly recommend to all fans of the Padres. I've enjoyed listening to the podcast and car rides and golf practice. Thank you for so golf practice. How about that? He says, nobody is a better host than my man, Javi. His energy is so great, and a smile comes on my face every time I see a new vid. Love the pod. Uh, thank you, Blue Weaver. I Really appreciate that so much. No, guys, I didn't pay him to say that, say nice things about me. Thank you for the comment. But now let's move on to the person who sent a question in. It's uh, Smiley Moth. April 29th, he sent this question. He said, definitely one of the better Locked On Network pods. Q for J. Also, thank you for the, the compliment. Q for J. Why haven't they moved Tatis down in the order? He has seven solo homers this year, and it seems like he never gets at-bats with runners on. Padres are forfeiting a ton of runs by letting him lead off and bat after the bottom order. Um, I really love this question. Thank you, Smiley Moth. Also, also a great username. I like that, Smiley Moth. But uh, this is a great question. And Smiley, let me tell you, Smiley, uh, can I call you Smiley? Uh, I think that there's there's a couple things behind this question. First of all, I do agree with the, the, the sentiment of your question, which is so many solo home runs, there could be other guys on base. You could have him batting behind Grisham or what have you. And to a degree, I think that Jace Tingler does toy with the lineup to a degree every now and then. Sometimes Tatis bats second. Sometimes he bats first. But I actually kind of like that. And I do like Grisham as a leadoff hitter. I like his eye at the plate especially. He very rarely swings at stuff that's really outside the zone. But let's break it down into a couple things. Firstly, let's talk about just this is, seems to be kind of, I, have, I think I have three uh, kind of things to bring up here. And that's number one is this seems to be kind of where baseball is heading. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of really big slugger types with some speed and pop who have made really good contact and whatnot that bat lead off for a lot of teams. 
Ronald Acuna is a good example. This George Springer for the Blue Jays now, but formerly of the Astros. They've had those guys lead off. I'm pretty sure they probably are already like in top 10 for leadoff home runs of all time. Like they're probably up there already. So that fundamentally is part of it. This isn't like the only team in baseball that does this with whether they're, you know, elite players with the Padres, right? And now the second thing, just to bring up some numbers for you guys, comparing Tatis to Grisham, for example, who is someone that I often have said maybe he should bat leadoff. I like that he doesn't swing at pitches out of the zone. He can draw a walk every now and then. Really good on base percentage guy, right? Let's compare the numbers. Tatis, when he's batting leadoff, in terms of his on-base slugging and OPS, heading into uh, the weekend games, at least, before the weekend games have started, so these numbers only actually kind of went up to a degree, but... 395, 868, 1264. That's good for a WRC plus, which kind of takes into account, if you guys don't know, weighted runs created. It's kind of takes into account minus all the ballpark factors and defense stuff, all those other extra tertiary sort of factors in baseball. Just kind of boils it down to one number uh, of 226 in the plate appearances so far this year. So he's off the charts there. And then let's compare that to Trent Grisham. Same line, 397, 509, 906 on base slugging and OPS. That's good for a 151 WRC plus is heading into the weekend. That's very good too. That's very good too. Don't get me wrong. Trent Grisham is very, very good. And I think for most teams, if they didn't have a Tatis, would make absolute sense for a leadoff spot. You could even argue that maybe he might make some sense in a leadoff spot now. But let's also then bring up Tatis when he's in the two spot. His, his line there with the on-base and all that stuff, 211, 324, 534, that's a 51 WRC+. So a huge distinction there. A huge, huge distinction there. Tatis is clearly infinitely better. He's better not only, uh, at least so far, and to a degree this is also kind of resulted the same last year, than Grisham in the leadoff spot, but he's also significantly worse when he bats second. And that leads to my third thing, which is... And I talk to some about baseball friends uh, who know a little bit more about the game. And basically, the third thing is kind of game flow. And what I mean by that is that guys tend to get less off-speed sort of pitches, pitches on the outside part of the plate, all the tricky-dicky stuff. Uh, They get that outside the leadoff spot because they don't want to put guys like Tatis on base, especially when you combine the speed and all that stuff. You don't want to start off with that, especially when the Padres have such a deep lineup. And honestly, I could see guys like, if Pham was playing correctly, Pham could bat leadoff. Jay Cronenworth could even bat leadoff since the lineup is so deep and all that. So they don't want to put a guy like that on base, so they give him more fastballs. They want to make sure that they hit the strikes on and whatnot. And that's good because Tatis crushes those things. And then the last little point about this is the most simple aspect of all. Bottom line, you get more at-bats when you're in the leadoff spot. And more at-bats for Fernando Tatis Jr. is a good thing. So that's basically kind of the thing of it. Bottom line is Tatis just numbers-wise bats better when he's in the leadoff spot. This is just where baseball is heading with Acuna and George Springer as some examples that I cited. And because he gets more fastballs when he's in the leadoff spot, just because they don't want to put him on base. And then, of course, just more at-bats for our boy. You got you to give him as many at-bats as possible. But uh, Smiley Ma, thank you so much for the question. It's something that I honestly uh, agree with to an extent. And maybe, you know, as time pans out, uh, teams may adapt, and maybe Grisham might be the guy that you should be batting it off. But for now, I definitely don't really have a problem. It just is, you know, it's unfortunate every now and then when we get all these solo shots from Tatis. Bottom line, he's still batting extraordinarily well. And guys have to bring him home when he gets on base. He had a two-steal uh, game, I think, over the weekend, actually. But that And that just goes to show you what I was saying. People are afraid to put him on base because of his speed and every other thing about him so uh thank you for the question 
Sir Smiley Moth. And guys, remember, if you want your questions answered in detail like this, go send me some five-star reviews on the Apple Podcasts app, and I will be sure to address them. When you write the five-star review, just put in the review description a question you have, and I guarantee you it will be answered like my man Smiley Moth. I've been saying Smiley Moth a lot because I just really like that username. It really makes me happy. I like it so much. But before we get into this chat with the man himself of Locked on Rockies, guys, I need to talk to you about Sports Trade. Have you ever heard of it? It's really, really cool. It's where fantasy sports meet the stock market. It's pretty damn amazing, guys. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. Finally, a fair and exciting way to cash in. And all your knowledge of sports. And they just added the baseball. The good old Major League Baseball stuff to the platform. So check it out today. Making money with Sports Trade is simple. As player values rise and fall based on two factors, right? Number one, their statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points scored, the higher their value goes. And two, good old supply and demand. The more demand a player has the higher their value goes. When you're ready to buy shares, pick that penny stock and a rookie with huge upside. Maybe you want an Alex Kirloff or maybe you want a little uh, Jared Kelenic who is just being called up uh, over at the Mariners. Really excited about that. Or grab that blue chip vet who's always a solid performer, like a Nelson Cruz or something like that, right? So instantly buy and sell as many shares and as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. And now, guys, let me ask you, who hasn't wanted some instant gratification before, guys? If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait with Credit Karma Money. You could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Sounds pretty cool, right? When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit credit card. And if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and Accounting. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirement, no overdraft fees, and free with withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. That's right, guys. Credit Karma money. The progress starts here. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services are provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. And now, guys, crossover time. Yeah. All right, everybody. As promised, as prophesized, I'm being joined by... The new, that's right, new host of Locked On Rockies is Mr. Paul Holden. How are you doing, sir? I'm super excited. I'm super, uh, I'm good. I'm a little, I'm I'm in the middle of a a work marathon, 17 Mm. days in a row at at one of my jobs here. But, uh, you know, 17, Todd Helton. I kind of figured I would share this shirt today uh, to remind people while sad Todd Frazier got designated for assignment today, <laughs> he is not the Todd father, Todd Helton, proud owner of the, of the nickname well before Todd Frazier, but, but, but you know, 
I respect it, man. And I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I guess it's because you're just new onto this too, this, uh, the whole yes. locked on thing. So I figured, why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit? If you'd like, you know, pressure, but if you'd like talk about yourself, I know people don't always like talking about themselves, but also because I'm just meeting you literally right now. So this yes, is really we are meeting. Uh, we just met uh, on the zoom call about uh, two minutes ago, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I am one of those people that has no problem talking about myself. Uh, my name is Paul Holden. I am a Denver native. I don't live in Denver currently, but uh, Denver native grew up there my whole life. Uh, and there's one thing that's been consistent. It's been Rockies baseball, uh, part of a family season ticket package growing up. I mean, I, I growing uh, until I left for school was probably like 10 games a year, at least something like that. I mean, you know, wasn't too hard to, to go to some of those Rockies teams. Wasn't too hard to get tickets, uh, for, <laughs> for some of the teams that I sat through, but, uh, yeah, no. And, um, as I've left and as I've gotten interested and gone through so many different things, there's one thing I've always cared about. It's been the Rockies. I don't know why it's the one thing in my life that I, I just have felt a, a huge attachment to. I was brainwashed for a little bit growing up by my uh, Massachusetts family and uh, was uh, hopped on the bandwagon for far too long for Boston sports. Great. Great. You got out of that one. It's yeah. well noted yeah. that I'm not a Boston guy. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's uh, when you go and, and you go and you visit your family and like we had mm -hmm. that was our family vacation. So, you know, I was just like, oh, it's the cool place. It's not where I grew mm -hmm. up, but it's like, nah, the Rockies are infinitely cooler, infinitely uh, more fun usually. And um, but yeah, so I've I probably don't miss a game. I don't know why, you know, there's, I don't know what it is, but that's kind of it. I, I don't have any, um, I, you know, one thing is I, I'm more of the fan side. I'm, I don't have a, uh, a professional career covering the Rockies, but I've been in radio my, uh, my entire professional career. I do a bunch of podcasts and I've been, like I said, I, I follow the team. So you're, you're going to get a lot more of the fan side, but I like, that's why I like to talk to people. So then I can get the, deep dives the analytics the stuff that i don't always focus on hey man i relate to that hey look i've always said first episode of this podcast or my podcast i should say you know i said i mentioned and people still get on me but i'm like look here's what happens in life when you're not very smart what you do is you try to surround yourself with people that are smarter with you I exactly. too come from more of a fan perspective. And unlike you, I only started getting into the Padres like three or four years ago in terms of just following them ever since the AJ Preller era began. So I mm -hmm. definitely relate to that. And as I alluded to before, I hate Boston with every fiber, every atom <laughs> in my body. So I'm already a fan of Paul, everybody. Uh, so let's get this underway, I guess. Let's talk about Padres Rockies. It is our first uh, crossover uh, matchup of the season of many more, obviously, but you know, the Rockies are an interesting team. Uh, first, let's just, let me just talk to you about what is the current, if you could sum up maybe in like one or two sentences, what is the current mindset vibe for the Colorado Rockies right now? Honestly, I don't think there's a better word to describe it other than lost. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's just, it was so weird. I, I went down a, a, a rabbit hole and I saw people trying to stick up and I, and I went on a big rant about it, but I saw a, uh, a bunch of people trying to stick up for the front office and make Nolan Arenado into a villain this weekend. And it was just like, Oh no, you know, Oh no. I, I just, I just don't see that perspective at all. I am. I, to be honest, I think loss is the perfect thing because we all knew in the back of our minds that Nolan Arenado could get traded. I mean, it, it definitely could happen, especially mm -hmm. with the way the team performed 
back-to-back years, 2019 and 2020. 2020, I think a lot of people are going to just, you know, are going to put that. But let's be honest, the Rockies were started incredibly hot and then could have done something crazy in a pandemic year or, you know, in the shortened season. And instead they fell. They didn't just fall off a cliff. They, I mean, plummeted off a cliff. And and so, you know, after after you you go through the offseason, you start going through there and nothing's happening. And the only news you hear is that Nolan Arenado is pissed off. And you're just like, well, that's not good. And then it just, you get the Jeff Passan tweets or whatever of the, of the rumors and the trade talks. And it's just like, there's just no way. Like, I mean, it was bad, but like we had the blueprint, the foundation is here that we can at least try something. Let's bring in a couple of names, build around this team and, and let's try something a little different other than relying on the usual battery that we've been relying on. And it just didn't happen. And then once it didn't happen, we know what happened after that. The, the Rockies decided to go with a GM and the GM quietly resigns two months later after trading a franchise player. And now it's, and you know, the interim GM took a while to get appointed, but, but it's hard. I mean, you need someone who's in charge of the team right now to know where you want to go with the team after you mm-hmm. just did something like that. Now, mm-hmm. are we blowing the team up? Are we trading Trevor story? Are we going to let him go in free agency? Uh, is John Gray going to be on the team much longer? So Mm -hmm. I I really think that lost honestly sums up everything. And then for a lot of Rockies heartbroken, I don't think there was a, (laughs) if you're a true Rockies fan, this past weekend had to have been one of the hardest weekends to watch of, of ever. Like it sucked. (laughs) Like, like there is, I was not looking forward to any part of it. And it was just awful. Not only because he's playing against you, you have the added fact that he's, being paid $50 million to play against you. And he, <laughs> and he rips a double down the line and he was mm-hmm. about to lay out and make a huge play all within the first three innings. And you're just like, uh, so lost, but I mean, at least now that, that the first phase is over and we can see where we go from here. Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. Hey, you there. Yeah, you. Did you know that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action? That's right, it's true. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get all the latest nudes, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, obviously, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA, mixed martial arts action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, absolutely, man. And it's funny because in our LOCKEDON MLB group chat, which you just joined, everybody. I'm not kidding. Paul quite literally just joined like a day ago. So it's really exciting times that he was being welcomed by Ethan Smith of LOCKEDON Pirates and our friend Bryce Pacerik of LOCKEDON Rangers to join the Sad Boys trio, which is a collection. It is a 
a prestigious group. Some would call it the the Illuminati group of the <laughs> lockdown community, uh, or I shouldn't say Illuminati, the opposite of the Illuminati, uh, <laughs> yeah, where it's just power. they don't have a lot of power with the Rockies, Pirates, and Texas Rangers. Uh, I would argue that Chris Castellani, another podcast you guys should listen to, uh, Locked On Tigers, could be a part of this group too. Uh, but the Tigers, at least their fans seem to be holding out hope, but uh, in terms of just the future and whatnot. But Paul, I guess that that's what I wanted. You were just talking about the new regime and all that. And I guess we're going to ask each other a couple of questions here for this. And my question was just going to be, unfortunately, not, not as much it matters. It feels like about the Rockies with their current team right now It is about what their team could look like. Uh, not even in the future, but the immediate future, because with Jeff Bradrich, who resigned, uh, which was a, a huge kind of story that. I, I can't. It feels like it happens like why? three weeks why ago. <laughs> yeah, why now? Right? It's why very, very ago? odd. <laughs> it's very, very odd. But he resigned. So my question is, what's going on, man? I, I heard you guys have a a really good shortstop. I heard you guys got this this Ryan McMahon feller, and maybe a little uh, Herman Marquez, who arguably is one of the pitchers who could be an all star great pitcher if he wasn't pitching at cores. Where do you see the Rockies in terms of potentially? being a huge fire sale in terms of selling off their team potentially. Cause that's, I feel like one of the big storylines about this team, if there even is a storyline for a lot of baseball fans. Uh, you, you know, I honestly think you have to embrace it. I think we have to tear it. Like if you, with, if we had the opportunity to commit to Nolan, it was all there. And I, and I bring it up a, a ton, but I mean, he was just the cornerstone. I mean, it, it, like I said, and so I think you got to i think you have to if you're gonna stick with the interim gm if you're gonna go with the most likely case for dick Mompert, you're gonna stay in the organization you're gonna say you're gonna look outside the organization but you're not going to if you're going to commit to this guy and you know that he's going to be the gm then let's let's get it done i mean what what's the holdup at this point i i truly believe that the the best direction for the rockies is to do the big fire sale is to actually get something back that's the hard. that's the other hard pill to swallow of the nolan trade austin gomber hasn't gotten past the fifth inning and we have two lower level players that we have a while to see in it but we need to get a bunch of pieces back and address issues that have been bad for so long at course field there hasn't been really a competent first baseman in the rockies organization since todd helton retired um, no more experiments, no more signing players that are past their prime and bringing them in for a course field of juice up of their stats a couple of years. Yes. You know, you can get mm-hmm. argue that Michael Kadire and Justin Morneau were <laughs> a little bit more impactful, but Ian Desmond statistically was probably the worst player in baseball. The three out of the five years he played for, for $70 million. Why did Daniel Murphy play first base last year? Mm-hmm. there's not a single person else out there that, that couldn't have been a more competent defensive player there. So you need to address first base. You need to address the fact that Charlie Blackman is not going to be playing that much longer. I mean, he's, he's finally heating up, but you know, Charlie Blackman's probably got three more years. I'd say if you're going to build around current players on the team, I don't even think it's Ramon and John Gray. I think you, they, they're not even safe. You build around Rymel Tapia and Ryan McMahon. You see what they can do. And 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 I Rymel Tapia, I think, should be more of a focus as one of the better stories in all of baseball. If you're looking Whoa, for okay. 
the few now bright you're spots. My language. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for for one of the few bright spots on the Rockies, it's Rymel Tapia. It's this no name, you know, really this no name player comes out and says, "I want a batting title," and he. This is a guy that you know two years ago would swing at every pitch under the sun, and you know his it was a bit, but for the he has just grown and grown and grown to a point where it's like I love having him as the everyday left fielder. So I, I think if that's where you're going to stay, those are the two players you focus on. And other than that, you let Charlie Blackman finish out his career in Colorado. Cause I don't think you'd get much for, for him at this stage, maybe somewhere and maybe someone looking for a DH specifically, but I don't think Charlie would really want to do that. You can, you can keep him in right field and course field and he'll be fine. I mean, that's, it'll be fine enough and <laughs> he'll still take horribly atrocious routes to baseballs, but I love, you know, but that's what you love about Charlie Blackman is he's that kind of guy, but you let him, you let him go and you let him rack up Rockies records and you retire the, you retire his number down the line. And, um, you just kind of ride ride the wave for the next couple of years. But I, I truly believe if the Rockies want to get back to competitive, unless you go to Trevor Story with this new mindset and be like, listen, we you just saw how we blew it. This is how we're not going to blow it. <laughs> you keep them um, because I would love to see that. And he would be, and, you know, he makes Ryan McMahon better. I think, you know, that's a, I love, I like that one, that, that second short combo there. Um there's just a, but there, there's just a lot of questions because there's, it just turns into a lot of young guys at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's just a wait and see. Um, is Josh Fuentes going to take more than three walks in a year? Like maybe, um, but he's good defensively, not great at the dish. There's just so many other things to figure out that when I thought about the Rockies in 2021, a couple of years ago, wouldn't be in this position. I thought we'd be saying that the NL West is above and beyond the best division in baseball with three teams at the top that are just slugging it out all year long. Yeah, man. And look, it, it's it's funny that you bring up all that because it's a tough team. It's a tough team to follow, man. You're going to have a tough job, uh, some would say. <laughs> and I think that, you know, you, you mentioned Desmond, by the way, who I, I have an affinity for, and it mostly has to do He's with He's a great just, guy. Let me let me yeah, be yeah. clear. Ian of Desmond course, is a of great course. guy. It's mostly because years ago I was playing in fantasy baseball with my friend who swore he was terrible. This is back when he's on the Nationals. I was like, yeah, in points leagues, he's not as good. But, dude, it's because the steals and he gets 20 homers, 20 steals every year. And my friend was young. We had this great debate for years. And I, so he became like a player that I loved because of that. It's so funny when we uh, find reasons to like guys. And cut, guys. That is it for part one of my discussion with Mr. Paul Holden of Locked On Rockies stardom let me tell you guys but before we wrap up today's podcast let me just quickly tell you locked on today is the dopest podcast around guys get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes that's right all sports news with the locked on today podcast host peter bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts follow the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts um tomorrow gonna be reacting to today's game uh and then gonna be playing part two of my discussion with paul here and we just kind of go into what he feels about the podcast what you guys can look forward to there and just he asked me some some more Padres stuff and we just we just talk about baseball some things that we've been enjoying and it was really great to meet Paul and I really enjoyed talking with him uh, and in terms of for the rest of the week obviously we got this Rocky series to go over and hopefully we get a whole lot of runs at Coors Field I'm really hoping really hoping and then um, I'm probably gonna be talking with Lucas Smith a little bit later in the week about the Cardinals series that we caught coming up and then might have another guest on to talk about the Chicago Cubs more specifically, Chris Bryant. 
because a lot of people have been talking about it lately. Maybe talk a little bit about you, Darvish. But those are just teasers, guys. With that all being said, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast. The only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Himalaya, Overcast, literally wherever. Just check it up. It's on there. Be careful with the Apple Podcasts app, though. Uh, It's been weird searching it up every now and then. I don't think you can necessarily find it if you search it on there. So be careful of that. But it is everywhere, I promise you. And Apple is working on finishing the problem right now. And, of course, send me some five-star reviews on the Apple Podcasts app. And just like we did earlier in the show, you can have your question answered, whatever it is. Hey, it don't even have to be about baseball. I don't care. I guarantee you I will answer it uh, because I like offering bribes for – Five-star reviews. That's just that's the lowly depths that I've sunk into, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, yeah, guys, remember to follow the show or myself on Twitter. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful. My Friar Faithful homies, take care.